No, they did not chemtrail us today. Ah, damn it, dude. I was hoping that you got me so excited. Ever since they stopped chemtrailing you, we have not stopped raining. Yeah, they stopped chemtrailing here, at which, dude, I think we're seeing in real time the reality of these cloud seeding uh, geoengineering projects. Uh, you know, when you draw moisture and weather systems to one area, you are depleting other areas of said weather systems. Uh, how could you not? Right? It makes like, the most everything sense. Everything in the universe tells us there is no such thing as something for nothing. Did you see, you did you have time take. to check out that article I just sent you about an hour, within the last hour? The Daily Mail I, news. I just saw the headline, Biden's going to block the sun. More gloomy news from Biden. White House says it's open to plan that would block sunlight from hitting surface of the earth in bid to limit global warming. Folks, I hate to say I told you so, but my God, have <laughs> I been screaming in your faces for the last two years. I now have told you so. That's for the last three d days being like, I can't believe Frank was right. Oh, shit, Frank was <laughs> Was Frank right? Has Frank been right? Was Frank right again? No. Here comes malaria. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you nailed it with the malaria. I got I to eat it on that one. I'm telling Look. you, Bill Gates has a mosquito farm, and he's Bill injected them. Bill Gates is totally trying to uh, release malaria into the United States so that he could sell us a vaccine for it. Which he uh, patented with his company, man. Yes. It's not a conspiracy. It's just business as usual for Bill Gates and the World Dude. Economic Forum. How, how is this just like open news? It's open news. Everybody, but not everybody, but it's anybody can find out about this. And nobody's outraged. Nobody cares. Uh, so Daily Mail released uh, July 1st. That was yesterday. Uh, White House has opened the door to an audacious geoengineering plan. This is in the article. This is not some conspiracy whack job theory here. Uh, the idea would block sunlight from the Earth's surface to fight global warming. As I've been saying, these insane nut jobs are they believe they're saving the planet uh scientists have warned the practice could have devastating effects you know kind of like when you draw moisture to one area you're gonna suck it away from others right mike <laughs> you, there's no other way there's no other way yeah so and, and if you genetically modify these mosquitoes there's going to be a consequence that you have not seen coming from the did you see that fucking <laughs> massive toad in Australia? I did not see the massive toad. Enlighten me on this enormous creature. Are it's, we talking Godzilla Frank, size? It's, just, it's a story as old as man. It's like we fucking... <laughs> they had this problem with these bugs in Australia, so they brought this fucking toad from South America, right? The things, like, took over. Maybe this is New Zealand. I don't know. One of those places. They're and, the same uh, Same shit, yeah. Uh, so now there's like these giant massive toads because there's just nothing can kill them over there because they're poisonous. <laughs> of course. And, and now the one just broke the world record for like the biggest toad. It's fucking huge, dude. I'm talking like the guy's holding, the guy's holding the the, the front legs right, and so it's standing on its back legs, and it looks like you're holding like a good like maybe three, four-year-old kid. Are we talking like German Shepherd here? What's going on with this uh, frog? <laughs> ah, it's a toad, freak. But still, I mean, it's the size of a kid? Well, it's crazy. the government's messing with the weather. They have been forever. They're open about it. You can find websites for private companies that are signed on to these programs. And in this report, they say, uh, released Friday by the White House, officials suggested limiting sunlight to rapidly cool the planet, a process known as 
Solar Radiation Modification, SRM for short. The administ- AKA Dr. Evil's plan yes. in Austin Powers. This is Mr. Burns' plan. It's oh, why Mr. they <laughs> shot Mr. Burns, man. Um, so the administration, <laughs> the administration added a note of skepticism to the report by noting that Congress ordered it, insisting it has not made any decision on geoengineering policy. Folks, they are telling you what they're doing now. They're admitting it. They had the GMA videos about a month ago. There was another local news report here in Colorado that I've been just sending ad nauseum to every weather reporter on Twitter. Uh, There's all these weather reporters here tweeting like, oh, gee willikers, we have just unprecedented weather. What could be causing this? This is crazy. And I'm like, hey, uh, here's a link to a video where they talk about creating these storms <laughs> nothing man nothing i'm to shadow band. Strahan. they just <laughs> yes. the reason you don't realize what they're doing is because they brought it out to you it's brought to you by michael strahan it's uh it's, it's out there man the, there's lots of information you softly <laughs> that's right man well they're just I, i'm just telling you now folks you can go read about it it's there they're nationally talking about it. you're going to start seeing reports on world news tonight and nightly news and cbs or, oh why geoengineering and solar radiation management could be a way to save lives for the future and save the planet. Why this is a good thing. They're going to be really pushing this very soon. Well, you know what, Frank? Actually, I got to say, I might have to agree with them. Because have you heard of the new thing that's going on? <laughs> I haven't. No. I can't believe we opened up the show with this. Well, Frank, it's so hot. That's right. That now splooting is a thing. Uh, bless you. What did you, did you no, sneeze no, or? Sploot, Frank. <laughs> uh, I can't believe you don't know about splooting. I'm old school, man. <laughs> Never t- heard of splooting, Frank? What do you- it's the newest climate disaster. Okay. Uh, uh, there's, only, there's only one person. See, the problem is I don't have the Democrat voice. I can't do it justice. Mm, so let's okay. hear NPR talk about Excellent. it. Excellent. Stop me whenever you want. I've got to say, it is hot outside. Try riding your bike in a suit. And you don't even have the worst of it. Just south of here in Washington, D.C., places in the U.S. are under heat advisories as temperatures break 100 degrees. Millions of people are facing dangerous, extreme heat. Yeah, I mean, we had some good tips on the show yesterday for staying safe and comfortable in heat like that. Some of which may feel kind of obvious, like staying as cool as possible by hydrating and trying not to run around too much. Yeah, but there's one thing we didn't mention, which is splooting. Splooting. That is a very silly word. You thought I made that a up. cool strategy, something animals do more than humans. Walk around on a hot day and you actually might see a squirrel splooting. I think it's called splooting because that is kind of what it looks like. It's like if a squirrel just like splatted. Did you hear how she said animals do it more than humans? I'm still not clear on what this <laughs> splooting yeah, well, action don't worry, is. Don't, don't worry, they brought out an expert. She's going to explain it. But just remember when they said animals do it more than humans. That's right. All right, yeah. Down on the pavement, all of its limbs are splayed, so it's kind of like spread eagles on the ground. Mm. That's animal physiologist Andrea Rummel. When humans are hot, sweating cools us down, but she says animals that can't sweat have to resort to other behaviors to cool off. The squirrels are trying to regulate their body temperatures by spreading out on a cool surface. Think of it like finding the cool part of the pillow when you're trying to fall asleep. And it's not just squirrels that sploot. Dogs, raccoons, bears, all kinds of animals will do it if they are overheating. 
Carlos Botero, an associate professor of biology at the University of Texas at Austin, says that <laughs> while it might look kind of cute, it's actually a sign that they're under a lot of stress. The temperatures that we're experiencing right now are a little bit beyond the typical ability of this this push that we are experiencing unprecedented heat we've hit 91 so far here in colorado <laughs> i mean it's gonna be 60 degrees and raining uh in two days did you hear that guy's fucking title he brought out this expert to talk about splooting like dude yeah animals are fucking laying on cold rocks when it's hot this isn't fucking rocket science man i foresee some guys- positives out of the uh, ending of the affirmative action in the uh, universities going forward here <laughs> maybe they'll trim a little fat as far as what we're teaching in the schools you know cut back on some well, of the expenditures well- well, these same squirrels, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up their little cave in the wintertime and take a picture of them cuddled up cold. But what are we going to do then? <laughs> like, we can't just have paradise weather all around the world. Actually, these animals don't even want to live in that weather. And how are they going to react when they open up the little cavern where the squirrels are in and they have a gas stove? The liberals are going to lose their minds, man. <laughs> their whole narrative is destroyed. You can't live like the animals. They're using gas stoves up in here. This is... This man. <laughs> I know you're animals. I didn't know you were savages. Jesus Christ. What, did you vote for Trump? Oh, we were trying to save you. Tiny little mega hat hanging on the nightstand there. <laughs> See, little work boots. Because if they're mega fans, you know they got jobs. <laughs> oh, they're probably business owners, man. Come on. <laughs> Started off collecting the nuts. Now they bring me the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fucking splooting, dude. This is what you guys are talking about on NPR. Do you guys not realize like there's actually shit going on? Splooting? We're gonna talk about splooting I mean, here. You know they can't talk yeah. about anything that's going on. It's Epstein and his island. The banks are in cahoots. You got Hunter Biden with the Chinese <laughs> prostitutes and everything else. Like, there's nothing the news can report on. They're down to the writer strike. That's right. You forgot. I brought it back every episode. <laughs> Nobody remembers. They got the writer <laughs> strike, the coming actor strike, and now splooting. That's all NPR can report on right now. The, be- no, the, the best part is, is I, I kind of cut it too short because this guy, ta- this expert they bring on, this guy from whatever university who gets too much money to study splooting squirrels, <laughs> uh, he goes on to talk about how, like, this proves that these animals are under extreme stress. And I just wanted to be like, really? Because I think these squirrels are loving life. We, we have taken care of all of their fucking natural predators. Yes. If the squirrel can lay out on some cold sidewalk in the middle of the day, I can't even do that. Let me tell you about the squirrels in my backyard. There's three of them. They run around the fence uh, teasing my cat who goes bonkers, chasing <laughs> these, these insane squirrels who are, they actually, they like, we have these vines, right? And they poke their heads out of the vines and like taunt the, my cats. It's, they're very smart little Ugh. bastards, honestly. And then, uh, worse off, too, is the neighbor across the yard. He's got one of those feeders for the squirrels with the peanuts in it. I'm constantly finding peanuts in my garden. Oh, wow. Actually, it's good for your, your soil. Yeah, but I yeah, dude, yeah, 2023, right. I give it to you, might not be the best time to be an American. Greatest time to be a squirrel. Yeah, America. squirrels. Living large, dude. Totally Jesus. untouched by that Biden economy. No doubt about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the Democrats turned everybody in the city into such pussies. Nobody's even shooting them except our dad. Oh, man. And honestly, speaking of which, these guys were getting a little frisky today in my yard. They got pretty close to me. Like, they jumped. I had to, like, run and shut my door. I thought they were going to go into my house and start stealing. Uh, <laughs> well, were they, uh, you know, were these Modellos? Oh, no. I see what you did there. Well, for a second, I thought I was in France, my man. Have you seen what's going on in France? Mostly peaceful. Mostly fiery oh, and peaceful. Yeah, the, yeah, the peaceful protests. They're calling it uh, their George Floyd moment. Yeah, but do you see how their government is, is talking about it? Well, apparently I saw something around uh, floating around Twitter this morning uh, within my 600 uh, tweet limit that I could read now. Thanks, Elon. Uh, <laughs> apparently uh, the French are going to shut down the internet in some places to uh, kind of stop the information to spread uh, from spreading. Yeah, they're just straight up calling it a riot. They're calling it a uh, whatever. I mean, they're br- they brought up 43,000 police. Have you seen some of the imagery and footage coming out of there? Uh, they are burning buildings, pushing cars out of uh, parking garages. Uh, they're chopping people's hands off. I mean, it's... Um, it's Oh, I didn't see that. It's migrants, though. I mean... The, chopping I'll, hands off? Oh, it happened, yeah. I mean, they are... Uh, it's being painted by the people on the right uh, in the social media sphere as, you know, that this is some sort of kind of like jihadi like takeover by the Muslims in France. And uh, the government is essentially handicapped and incapable of really you know, stopping it on any level. Uh, I'm not sure if that's true or not. There's a lot of sensationalized information. But now if the French media is really going to do a blackout and it's starting to seem racial on some level, and France did just have a total flooding of migrants over the last five to ten years. I mean, this has been happening all over Europe. It could be part of the World Economic Forum destabilization plan to destroy the Western world and usher in the New World Order. Uh, And this could be part of it, like a New Age civil war of some sort. It is amazing that everybody just decided to let everybody in. Like, how did that become a thing? And then, and do you know what happened in France? A cop shot one of these migrants. Yeah, it was like a kid. And now they're rioting. And of course, Mike, because it's, it's Macron, my favorite. Uh, <laughs> I got us a clip. Cause this I is was pretty, waiting for this a French is, accent. Uh, man. You really let me down, dude. Two minutes into this. I know. Well, I was busy uh, admiring the baguette that I'm glistening with some butter here. <laughs> baguette. All right, here we go. Macron. Turning overseas now, tonight, French President Emmanuel Macron urged parents to keep their children off the streets before a fourth night of protests sparked by a deadly police shooting. CBS's Elaine Cobb is in Paris. Fireworks turned into weapons as protesters launched them at riot police and buildings across France. Cars were torched. Yo, yo, stop right there, stop right there, stop right there. That's not even funny. People take note. That's what happens when they take your guns. Wow. Yes, All sir. All you got is fireworks now. And machetes. Going up against the, going up against the French army. <laughs> there you go, man. Whether you want these people to win or lose, think about that. You might be that guy on the ground. And you know what? That is an, 
an interesting take too. You can almost then believe on some level Macron and his government are letting the chaos ensue. They have the means to stop it, right? Oh, it was just like the shit here. Yeah, of course the government, it's just do you have the balls to do it? I think they are enjoying the destruction. Uh, I mean, you let it carry on long enough, the people will welcome the government in with open arms. Please, we need you, government, to save us, right? Maybe the chaos is part of the point. I don't know. I just think we have a lot of weak leaders. Yeah, I think you are uh, correct, actually. (laughs) Is there anyone weaker than Macron? I mean, look at the guy. He's, what, Uh, 4'8"? Um, he's married to a Think woman. Think about, like, uh, what would Churchill age? do? <laughs> he would have bombed his own people. No doubt about it. He would have bombed these people before he even finished his breakfast cigar. You know? <laughs> Done. This thing wouldn't even be in the news. And if it was our guys here in FDR, he would have just let the Japanese come in and bomb them. Right? That's, uh, <laughs> if I know oh, my gotta history. Got to get into the fight somehow, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to take a punch. You know what I mean? <laughs> responded to some 6,000 fires over the last two nights. 45,000 police officers are on the streets. The government has deployed armoured vehicles to quell riots. Many local authorities have limited public transport services and imposed curfews. The protesters accuse the police of racism and excessive force after 17-year-old Nael, of Algerian Moroccan descent, was shot dead at close range during a traffic stop Tuesday morning. The officer who fired the fatal shot has been placed under formal investigation for murder. A third of the 900 people arrested last night were under 18, some as young as 12. It's the responsibility of the parents to keep their children at home, said President Emmanuel Macron. Macron's mother, who led a march in his memory Thursday, will bury her son tomorrow, amid fears of renewed violence then and through the weekend. Elaine Cobb, CB. All right, and there was more violence. Believe it or not, there's probably violence going on right now. These, uh... These kids are going insane over there. It reminds me of a Friday night in Chicago around the bean, you know? Or, or just a regular Tuesday. Hanging out last week. Tuesday night, Millennium Park, Chicago. Mob of youngsters <laughs> just ransacking, setting things on fire. <laughs> wow, it's not that bad. This is terrible. Yeah, I started looking at pics. The pictures are Crazy. absolutely insane. Uh, the video, it, it looks like a war zone. I'm not kidding. It seems as if France is under attack, and I like your take right off the bat. You know, the military has the weaponry, and not just guns, too. I mean, they have technology now where they could emit sound waves that just completely make people, like, get headaches and, you know, just disperse immediately. They have so much tech to stop these mobs, man. And our government here in America has the same thing. That's why it was so obvious during that beautiful peaceful summer of love 2020 when they celebrated the life of george floyd and you know Chaz and all that you know the government just let it happen they had all the tools and means necessary to, to stop it but no the the fires raged and dude, uh the business dude, is burned you, oh yeah did you see that uh that fucking clip on twitter for that the father of the man who was killed inside chad
uh, the country Chad or uh, no, no, the uh, Chaz, <laughs> Chaz, whatever. Chaz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I'm not. Uh, I didn't know Chaz was back in the news. It's kind of funny. Yeah, dude, because they finally there was a guy who was shot. It was like a big story at the time. A guy got shot. The cops and the ambulance weren't even allowed in. Right. There was like this big riot. There was this big thing going on. So some people, he like ended up getting help from like some ex-Marine or something. And then they threw him in the back of a truck and dropped him off at the hospital. Wow. And he died. Now they, they caught the guy that shot him. They put him on trial. He made a deal with the, the DA, whatever. Wow. He got four, 14 years. He's already been in jail for two during the trial. So he's gonna, he got 12 years left to, to, to serve. That's incredible, and I think I read later on in that story they're actually now prosecuting the uh, former Marine. Uh, <laughs> his name is Daniel Penny, actually. and uh, <laughs> yeah, for, for not doing it. He, right. He's actually going to get 28 years because yeah. he shouldn't have saved him. Yeah, our Fucking country... Stupid white guy. Our, uh, no, dude. <laughs> liberal cities don't like former Marines. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> but, the, the, dude, the, the dad of the guy that got killed, he, it was so sad to listen to him. He did the uh, impact statement where you get to talk to the guy who killed your kid. Oh, yeah. Wow. Dude, it was like, it was like you could tell he was mad at him, but he was more mad at the system. He even spent half his time yelling at the judge. Wow. He pretty much told the kid, like, look, don't you think it's wrong? Or he's like, he said something to the fact that, like, they only gave you 14 years. If my kid was white, they would have thrown the fucking book at you. They want you out here killing black men. They want us killing each other. You're 21. He's 19. Neither one of you are ever going to have kids. That's a genocide. They're trying to eliminate you. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's actually. Wow. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. It was like really like hard to hear. You know what I mean? Well, that's the uh, stone cold reality of the world we're living in. It kind of seems every passing day the powers that be and the rules in place and the system, you know, keeping the order around us is designed to maybe stifle us and poison us and, 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 you know, and keep us killing each other. And they don't want us reproducing, man. Exactly. It's like, that is the obvious. true genocide, man. When you got young people killing each other, the real genocide will be known as the, uh, MRNA vaccine. That's right. Kiss <laughs> off YouTube. And, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> Did you see that video I sent you of that bodybuilder who's 30 years old? He died of the aneurysm uh, recently. Um, uh, no. He, uh, it's this video right before he died that he did on a podcast. Uh, he was being interviewed about how he took four shots of the COVID vaccine. And then because he's so attuned and obsessed with his blood, uh, his doctors noticed all these anomalies and forced him to get a total drainage of his blood and a, a reworking of his blood system and they found all these blood clots in it and uh they had to detoxify his blood from uh metals heavy metals wow and after that after he did all that and wow. does this podcast like two or whatever weeks later he uh died of an aneurysm dude and that's exactly what fucking uh jfk not jfk rfk jr with bobby Good old Bobby over there. That's what he's been saying. Is the mercury and shit? Yeah, there's heavy metals and mercury. Yeah, there's all this. And stuff the reason in it. he still had an aneurysm 
is because you could drain the blood and get all the get all the shit out that's still in the blood, but it's breaking the blood brain barrier and it's getting into like your spinal juice and shit. Exactly, man. This is some lethal yeah. stuff, and uh, the numbers are coming out slowly and surely. And how many more healthy, super athletic individuals in their thirties and forties have to die before people are like, "Oh man, those vaccines fucked some people up." How's Jamie Fox, by the way? Anyone oh, seen God. Jamie Fox? Can Jamie Fox even see? Still, I mean, that's the rumors we heard. Oh, he's blind so and paralyzed, right? Dude, they buried that story, and he's gone, oh, man. Oh, my God, dude. I watched Django Unchained the other day just because I was like, I saw it on TV, and I was like, Jesus Christ. That was like 10 years ago. This guy was in great shape. The reason He was playing <laughs> like a 20-year-old slave, dude. I don't mean to laugh, but I mean... Well, no, he, that was one of his best movies, and I will always sit and watch a Quentin Tarantino flick if it uh, rolls across the screen, but oh yeah, uh, I'm reminded of Jamie Foxx daily because I'm a huge lover and watcher of baseball and sports, and uh, Jamie Foxx is the spokesperson for the Caesars uh, sports book or whatever, or MGM betting, I think. Uh, so you see his commercials? His commercials are on... Even during the game, they like slide the game to like half a screen, and it's Jamie Foxx doing the betting commercial, telling you to play some bets. It's terrible. He looks fantastic. It's like, come on, man. You know what? You know what? You're gonna start notice. I guarantee you, people are gonna start talking about it when uh, life insurance companies start asking if you're vaccinated. Yes, absolutely. And it, <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be the unvaccinated that get the better rates. Did you catch Ice Cube on uh, the Joe Rogan experience this past week? No, I didn't. I didn't even see it. Yeah, Ice Cube was on there. He, um, It was kind of a sleepy uh, interview. I only checked out a little bit of it. Um, He's a sleepy guy, man. Yeah, and they smoke, I think, like a, a bunch of weed right as it gets going. And uh, yeah. Stone Joe Rogan is pretty funny. Um but uh, Ice Cube is, yeah, he's a very mellow dude, but he was talking about how, you know, he does this big three basketball and it's stifled. Uh, the NBA really stopped, doesn't want it to be, you know, taking off and it doesn't want to associate with it and all this stuff. And uh, Oh, I did see clips on it. There's a lot of... Where he was he was saying how, like, even the networks make, like... Yeah. NBA forces the networks to not do deals with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it's really kind of messed up and... He yeah. does go on for a moment. Uh, they kind of dabble into the fact that he turned down he turned down that movie for nine million um, about two years ago uh, because he didn't want to take the vaccine. And he said that all the studios were not mandating it because they realized that they would like be held liable legally. Uh, so they kind of pawned off the responsibility, or I guess the you know, the blame for demanding vaccines uh, for the actors and all the crew, uh, they would say, oh, it's producer dependent. And, you know, all the producers just demanded it. Uh, but he he basically said nobody's essentially going to be held responsible for forcing people to take the vaccine. And he knew it. So he, he said there was no amount of money that would make it worth it to force himself to take that vaccine. And you know what? I think he was proven right. Just go ask that 30-year-old bodybuilder who <laughs> perfect health and had to have the blood transfusions and still died of an aneurysm. It's so sad. You can't take it out of your body. And they go on to talk about how you can't really talk about it. Like, you know, you're not allowed to mention it. You get it kicked off the YouTube, um, you know, a lot of platforms. Uh, your boy that you love, uh, surfer bro man, comic guy, he had... Um, 
Roseanne. Theo Vaughn. Yeah, Theo Vaughn had. You like that description? Uh, Theo Vaughn had. He's from Louisiana. <laughs> Theo Vaughn had uh, Roseanne on his show, which we clipped actually, but that episode, uh, I saw him tweeting out it keeps getting deleted offline. And Dude, all these when, platforms uh, don't show it. When RFK started running, they went back and deleted his interview with uh, Theo, Theo Vaughn's interview with RFK. Really? Wow. He interviewed him like a year ago, two years ago, about the whole vaccine bullshit. After he came out with that book, The Real Anthony Fauci. Yes, absolutely. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, none of that matters. The, you know, the mainstream legacy media, they don't want us talking vaccines. They don't want us to talk about lockdowns. What lockdowns, right? Nobody was forced to take those poison shots, and no one forced you to stay in your house, right? That was... Years ago, either way, man, it was old news, right? And there's nothing but nonstop new news that we have to stay hyper-focused on so we can forget about all the atrocities of the past. And what better way to uh, stir up the pot, get everybody all whooped up into a frenzy, Mike, than, come on, the greatest letdown in the history of letdowns, Mike, this guy ran on promising us pizza every day for lunch. <laughs> Tonight, in a major blow to the Biden agenda, the Supreme Court blocking the president's sweeping plan to cancel $430 billion in federal student loan debt. Say six- what? Commence liberal tears! <laughs> Three decision, the conservative majority will the administration over- But we voted for it. <laughs> but you said pizza every day! Every day pizza! <laughs> I know taco rhymes with Tuesday, but you said we could have it on Thursday and Friday. <laughs> By forgiving the debt without approval from Congress. Chief Justice John. So wait, we're not doing dodgeball every day either? You <laughs> lied about everything! Roberts we, writing we still have to run the mile? I mean, we didn't get anything, Frank. We did not get anything. I can't wait to vote for the next class president. <laughs> Secretary did not have the power to Evan's going to pull, pull through. <laughs> Remember when Evan was president? <laughs> I think he's the one that got us Taco Tuesday, now that I think about it. <laughs> Statute from the ground up. In a dissenting opinion, Justice Elena Kagan writing, this court today decides that some 40 million Americans will not receive the benefits the plan provides because, so says the court, that assistance is too significant. Tonight, President Biden vowing to try again with a new debt relief plan under a different law, the Higher Education Act. But he warned it's going to take time. We'll use every tool at our disposal to get you the student debt relief you need and reach your dreams. It's good for the economy. It's good for the country. Biden's original plan to forgive up to $20,000 for some borrowers was the fulfillment of a campaign promise. 26 million Americans have already applied for the relief, like Renee Moya who has $62,000 in student loans. There's 340 million people in this country. There's 300 million other people who this doesn't even affect on any level, and nobody really cares. This is a bullshit agenda, and you promised these idiots something that was completely unattainable, both politically, legally, and constitutionally. What what are you going to do now, man? You're going to sneak it into some other bill? The the Congress is just going to destroy that bill. That's what's going to happen. How about you do something to better the economy, strengthen the dollar, then these people could afford to pay their loans. <laughs> yes, that or also I think, folks, the lesson here is choices have consequences. 
And you made that choice when you were 18 to sign that contract, to take out that loan, and to go to party your ass off for four years at that university. Seemed worth it at the time, and now here you are having to follow through on the contract you signed, on the deal you made. And they always, like, I don't know, they always brag that, like, well, you got to go to college, Frank. Because if you don't go to college, I mean, college grads, on average, make 40% more in their lifetime. (laughs) Those are the same people that go out there. They're like, we need to relieve these people. (laughs) We'll use that 40% in your lifetime and pay off the fucking loan. I just don't think people are as sympathetic to this situation as uh, those affected by it think that people are. You know, most people didn't go to college. Most people couldn't afford it and knew in the long run they couldn't afford it. And it's, it's funny that it's funny that they said that because the top level, the top trim level uh, Ford Mustang, the electric version. Yeah. 60,000. 60, same as her loans. Buy me the Ford Mustang <laughs> and I'd, I'll, I'll vote for this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you, That's a win-win. They, I'll have an electric car, I'll save your planet, and I'll vote for your fucking student loan. And you're saying we get the free car, right? The only way this works is if you forgive these loans to the people, then you got to cut the rest of us a check. Or you get a loan. You could get a car, you could get a house, well, you know. That's right. So it's, yeah. it's all bullshit. No more gimmies anymore. Like, we're in this rut right now in this economic situation because we just handed out checks and gave out money and just printed cash it's yeah. no more yeah. all right get back no to work handouts. everybody's got to get back to work <laughs> who's gonna carry the boat mike that's the question <laughs> and i want to bring this up by the way uh i went out uh to the dark horse in uh boulder yesterday have a few beers and uh met up with the snake and we were about a beer in and we're chatting, and he says to me, you ever heard of David Goggins? <laughs> and I said, yeah. The man is, he's a national treasure at this point. I'm, I'm telling you, oh, this guy, yeah. uh, what an inspiration. And, you know, the snake, he's a man who loves to run mountain trails with, you know, weighted vests and, you know, really push himself to the max. Also a fat man who got in shape. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Snakes, he looks great. Right, working Just kidding, out, man. You were never fit. Working out, uh, in fantastic shape, uh, building up that muscle and challenging himself daily. Uh, and the second person in forty-eight hours to uh, bring up David Goggins. So, uh, you know. And anyways, uh, when he asked me, you know, had I heard of him, I said, "Snake, uh, are you going to carry the boat?" And he loved it. <laughs> he absolutely loved it. <laughs> Inspirational Somebody man. Has to. And, Somebody has to. And uh, people whining and complaining and said that you're not going to get your debt paid off. Well, step up and carry the boat. Uh, it's time. All right. You know, there's no more handouts. Uh, there, there's nothing yeah. left. We ca- we all carried the boat while you're f- while you spent your four years in college. <laughs> there you go. Right. <laughs> uh, we need more David Goggins in these people's lives. And recently took out a new mortgage. I do feel disappointed. We find ourselves in a situation where because of that promise, a lot of us, literally tens of millions of us, made decisions with our lives to move forward. Whatever life choices we made, we made explicitly with the understanding that the president was going to get student loan cancelled. Whoa, stop right there, stop yeah, right there, stop I right know, there. Dude. You, walked away, you walked away with the college degree and you never learned. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. Dude, I'm literally listening to this guy thinking, 
it sounds like you made the same mistake twice here. Uh, yeah, you, the, you didn't learn anything from the last time, man. What the and, and you want me to feel sorry for you because now you've got a college <laughs> education in a house? I'm a plumber living in my grandma's basement. If anybody needs the $10,000. Mike, this guy, he, he, made, he made life plans, man, based on uh, Joe Biden's promise to have pizza for lunch every day. Come on. <laughs> we were all planning on pizza every day, man. Every day pizza. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Dude? This pathetic These people can't be real. Piece These of can't turd. be real people, dude. I, How are you, a man? I exactly. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, you can hear his voice. In October, borrowers will also have to restart their federal loan payments when a three-year pandemic pause comes to an end. But the president today said those borrowers will not face default for the first 12 months if they can't make those payments. Though interest will still accrue. Oh, give them a fourth year. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Holy shit. will also roll out a new payment plan for borrowers that will cap monthly payments at 5% of income. A plan the White House says could save Americans $1,000 a year. Republicans had argued Biden's original plan was unfair to people who already paid back their loans yes. or didn't go to college because of exactly. costs. <laughs> and tonight, Republican yeah. presidential candidates celebrating the ruling. Late today, the president pressed on whether he gave Americans false hope. I didn't give Boris false hope, but the Republicans snatched away the hope that it was, they were given, and it's real, real hope. Did you just wow. say the borrowers? <laughs> the real? Oh, my God. Check your walls, people. I know. They're tiny, and they're very <laughs> creepy in my book, but that's where all your lost buttons disappear to. Those extra socks. Those pesky borrowers. How symbols I buy? They just <laughs> those pesky borrowers. Uh, so <laughs> Joe Biden, I love that play at the end there. It wasn't me who ended your student loan hopes. It was those dastardly Republicans. They snatched it away from you. Oh, it's the mega, Frank. It's always the mega. they're worse than the borrowers. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The megas take everything away. Give it to the rich brother uh, friends. <laughs> you know it's the damn magus oh man student loan debt relief uh was never gonna be a thing and trump for 2024 final. needs to change it to naga just to make it like really hard for the <laughs> naga with an n <laughs> yeah make it really hard for the democrats to say it fast oh no <laughs> See what you did there? Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, this is insane, though, man. I can't believe people are actually expecting America to pay back their loan. Well, the Supreme Court did a number on the uh, American public here to close out the week heading into the 4th of July. Uh, they dropped the affirmative action bomb on the college tuition. Now they have the... Uh, Student debt relief is a no-go. There were a few other things that went down, but one of the biggest stories I found from, uh, and this will be the last Supreme Court dealy uh, that we uh, fly into, but there was a major LGBLT sandwich uh, decision that went down that hit close to home here in Colorado, and it had to do with uh, private business. Again, the BLT community folk trying to mess with private businesses that clearly uh, do not 
want to do anything with that agenda or with that lifestyle, maybe especially because they're religious in nature. Uh, this is an obvious attack by the BLT community against these religious uh, you know, business owners and what have you. Uh, remember the cake guy in Colorado? Yeah, this is the same shit. Same exact thing, except with a, a person who does websites. Uh, and so it, it, a pendulum swing, my man, culturally, I got to say, and or elections do have consequences, and Trump, uh, maybe his lasting legacy, even though he's not in office now, is you know securing those Supreme Court nominations. <laughs> And really, really, the credit goes to fucking Mitch McConnell. Never thought I would say it. But that man probably saved America. I think Mitch McConnell will go down in history as one of our most important politicians of this time. In as far as swinging this pendulum forcefully with the rule of law, essentially, uh, you know, enough. Going back to the early 2000s, dude, his whole thing was the courts. Yes, absolutely. He he was pumping in Republican, you know what I mean, conservative judges. That was his thing. And who who knew how much positive consequence it would have for our country here in 2023, man? I mean, in a row, I got to say, on a cultural level, major wins over the last week. I think this will set oh, yeah. us on a much more positive course. Um, it was needed. And the, sh- the shakeup had to happen here. And this is a, uh, an important little turn of events, especially for you know a place like Colorado, where uh, the, this purple state has gone hard blue over the last few years, and it has been, uh, the, it's just been horrible to witness a, a once great state descending into madness. Almost San Francisco level. So uh, here we go. Uh, BLT Supreme. The other major decision from the Supreme Court, a case involving LGBTQ rights, but the implications could be much broader than that. The justice is ruling by a six to three margin that a Christian web designer who opposes same-sex marriage can refuse to create a wedding website for same-sex couples because it would violate her free speech. ABC's Devin Dwyer is at the court following all of this. Good morning to you, Devin. Hey, good morning, Ariel. That decision, a big disappointment to the LGBTQ community coming in the last day of Pride Month. But its impact, as you say, will be much more far-reaching. The court's conservative majority essentially carved out an exception to anti-discrimination laws, saying businesses that sell customized products that express a message, like a website or piece of art, can refuse any customer whose message they oppose. Justice Neil Gorsuch cast this decision as a defense of free speech, but Justice Sonia Sotomayor in dissent warned it could open the door to more discrimination, potentially against interracial couples, disabled people, members of different faiths. Legal experts on both sides of this case tell me they believe the decision will have a limited... It's a free market in a capitalist society. Go find a place that will make your website. I guarantee there is a place and a company who supports your cause. It's America. We (laughs) have supporters of all causes everywhere. Go Go down to the parade that goes on for 30 days out of the year. Any one of them. I'm sure you can find a web designer there, you know? Like, gay couple looking for the web design? Do you really want to work with the religious right 
conservative company, really? Or are you trying to make a stink and screw these people out of their business? Because that's no, what it seems like. It's just like the the cake people. This is like a uh, organization that just went around from company to company to company, asking for outrageous shit. The guy who like was the other end of this, the guy who did the web design. Yeah. He even said he had no problem working with the couple, but there were just things he wasn't willing to do. And they weren't specifying it, but I'm assuming he probably wasn't doing, like, you know, dudes kissing and shit or whatever. I'm sure there Which, was I some mean, form of anal sex that he had to uh, draw on the <laughs> webpage that he just was opposed to. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but it was like, man, I mean, that's reasonable. I'm really, I don't know. It just seems to, these cases, it always seems to me like one side is being reasonable and one side is not. Yeah. And I always tend to go with the reasonable guy who's like, I'll work with you if you want. But you're going to have to go, you know, but I do have these beliefs and I'm not going to go against them. Just go to another company. There's another place that makes cakes, man. I mean, guarantee it. And they probably have the rainbow flag in their window. Guarantee it. Yeah. You went and picked the cake store that doesn't have the rainbow flag. They had the cross. Exactly. You you found your target and you you have a victim now. Like, that's what this feels like. kind of why nobody likes you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Did you have no problem with anybody that's gay or whatever? It's just I hate you assholes that walk around fucking, you know? Oh, it was July 1st is a glorious day, no doubt. It's the official end of Pride Month. Uh Man, you people shove it down our throats for 30 straight days. It's just nauseating. That was my favorite part about the clip and, like, every clip I heard about this. Like, Amy Goodman really hammed it up where they're like, and this came down. On the last <laughs> day of Pride Month. It's like, okay, are we adults at the Supreme Court? Or is this a little kid who, you know what I mean? I'm thinking, it's his birthday uh, and he had to go see the doctor and get a shot. You know what I mean? Like, I on my a, birthday. A little bit of poetic justice with this kind of uh, last day of the Pride Month. And uh, here's your cake. Now eat it too. Yeah. Uh, fuck your Pride Month, dude. We need to end that. I, Elon <laughs> tweeted out this uh, meme or gif of, uh, what's his name, uh, from Parks and Rec, uh, the mustachioed fella. He's, like, throwing out some trash. <laughs> Ron, Swanson. Ron Swanson. But the trash uh, going into the dumpster is the Pride flag, and he tosses it <laughs> in. And it's, he, like, tweeted out, like, happy July 1st. I, I think that's a universal, universally felt feeling with everybody, um, especially here, you know, in the Colorado, man, woof, we got the top three pride parade, and uh, I think everybody's happy to say sayonara to June. Uh, what? Yeah. What's next month-wise? We've done, uh, we got the blacks in February, the women do March, right, or May, I can't remember now. Uh, the gays, they, uh, they take over the June uh, is July? Can July be America Month or uh, what, what is July? Oh, no. Is the Asians? When do we do Asian Month? And you know, do we have uh, uh, about uh, you know, the, do the trannies have their own month yet? I feel like they're on the verge of having their own month. You know, they're gonna separate from the uh, BL sandwich. <laughs> oh. July is Disability Pride. Wow, God, you're such a you're such a fucking ableist, dude. That's why you didn't know. You're right. See, this is fucking. Now we gotta find disabled rockers. Oh, this is gonna be hard. I, you know, I'm doing all my jogs this month in a wheelchair. It's gonna be uh, in honor <laughs> of 
Hey, the good news is if we do disabled artist, we get to do DJ Khaled again. He's mentally mentally disabled for sure. (laughs) Hey, July's coming up, Khaled. (laughs) Is it really... Do they call it Disability Month or Ableist Month? What... What's Disability the, uh, Pride Month is celebrated every July and is an opportunity to honor the history, achievements, experiences, and struggles of the disability community. Why July? It marks the anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act, landmark legislation that broke down barriers to inclusion in society. Actually, I love the ADA. Uh, one, I was in the Army. I was in the ADA. That was Air Defense Artillery. All right, man. Two ADA Americans with Disabilities Act, great for plumbers because we had to like every school now has to have one of those like handicap stalls. For sure, yeah, man. Yeah, great for plumbers. Good for plumbers. Good for the uh, non-abled. Are they still comfortable? Can we use disabled? Is that disabled sounds worse than handicapped? Sounds terrible, doesn't it? Well, handicapped kind of sounds like you're retarded. No, retarded sounds like you're retarded. I think handicapped. Like you're retarded. Yeah, you're right. Handicapped, just I assume wheelchair. You, no, 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 no. Because you say retarded, I don't know if like you're talking about. <laughs> are you talking about my brother who's just an idiot, or you know? No, I'm just kidding, Tony. Yeah, you know, retard now it, it is such a funny word in my book that it means nobody specifically. You know what I'm saying? It's more like my friend who's in a retard. Uh, Dude, I was just watching this thing about uh, like the English language and why some words are spelled insane, like "colonel." Oh and, yeah, like a lot man. of it has to do with like this period where English was going from like uh, they were just like kings were just making rules to then there became like a standard language. Wow! And uh, I was just thinking they were like going over this like thing where like this word changed over a hundred and thirty years. Dude, gay and retard changed within our lifetime. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they did. They'll change again. No doubt about it. Like within 30 years, those words just became the <laughs> shit you called your friends when they were doing something stupid. Yeah. To, to now it's like, some say it's the N-word. There's a bit of a sensitivity now to it. I don't think it'll uh, last. I feel maybe it's already kind of going the other way. Do they even, uh, what happened to queer? Oh. Queer, they like happened with queer. Queer was derogatory, and then it was embraced. And for about four years, it was the queer community. Remember, queer eye for the straight guy. Oh yeah, that's right. They like they empowered the word queer. So now queer is just anybody who wants to be part of the LGBTQ whatever, but they don't really want to like you know sleep with the same sex. Oh, it's part of the. There's too much. Yeah, wait, isn't there a Q in the BLT sandwich uh, thing? Yeah, isn't that queer or is that questioning? No, queer's, uh, queer's with a Q. Uh, yeah, see, I don't know anymore. What does the plus stand for? That's what we're all asking. <laughs> Am I a plus? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, plus, plus size, like your belt. I think that's uh, it's for the uh, Lizzo's of the world. They're part I of the something group else there. that's plus, you know what I mean? Well, when it comes to plus size, most people are in our uh, culture, especially here in America, and we've been hammering home the push lately for the fat shot that, you know, the Ozempic or what is the other one now? They're going to do this drug that they're pushing. Uh, it's just going to be endless 
quick fixes for the fatness and the surgeries that have been around for a while. I, you know, we know a lot of adults who have done it. Well, now uh, that gastric bypass surgery that they do, uh, they're recommending it for the teens. No way. 17-year-old Ivan Chavez is living life to the fullest. These days, you can find him rooting for... 17. Texas Rangers at the ballpark. Or belting out songs at a packed Taylor Swift concert. But just three months ago... I used to not like taking pictures. I used to not like being in pictures. At his heaviest, Ivan was over 300 pounds. In March, doctors performed a sleeve gastrectomy, a weight loss surgery that typically shrinks a patient's stomach by 60 to 80 oh percent. Since the procedure, Ivan has lost 55 pounds. Whenever I'm looking at old photos, I'm like, oh, wow, this was me a couple months ago, and this is me now. Is this something that you could have done with a traditional diet? Absolutely not. What? Yes, yes, you absolutely yes. could have, actually. 100%. Absolutely could have. This is the wrong messaging. This, uh, oh, it would have been so much better for you. It would have been so much better for you. Yes. Do, do, yeah. A recent this is study the showed You're sending such a bad message. Oh, man. This, this is the worst message. You know, somebody really should have sent this guy down and be like, hey, kid, you're fat, but you're lucky because you're gay. There's chubby chasers. Like <laughs> you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Men are pigs. <laughs> you're going to be, you're going to love life in college. Just wait. Oh, man, you, you're 17, you're cutting stuff out of your body. This is not good, man. Not good 20% spike in weight loss surgeries among youth between the ages of 10 and 19. 10? And for the first time in 15 years, the Shut American the Academy of Pediatrics took a major like, that is step the easiest by... time to lose weight. I... There's never going to be a time in your life where it's easier for your body to get in shape. And if you <laughs> don't get that base when you're young, you'll never be in shape. Sign up for the football uh, team. Do some wrestling, man. Join cross country. My God, you're 10 years old. There's so many ways to not be fat so at that age. Ways. You've got to be kidding me. Where are the parents? Uh, where are where's the, the, I was just thinking where's this the, is the school, parents man? There's no coaches in the community. Nothing, man. Like, uh, my go God. Go talk to your gym teacher. Go find the oldest gym teacher you can find. He's going to take care of you. He'll put you on the rings in the gymnasium and uh, make you sweat your ass off. might fondle you a little bit, but you're, you're going to lose weight. The old the guys always do. Future has an option to treat severe obesity among teens age 13 and older. It involves medical clearances from subspecialists, including gastroenterologists, psychologists, nutritionists. But some doctors are skeptical, arguing kids may not understand the lifestyle changes that come with the surgery. If you're telling a kid you have, you're going to need a lifetime of medical care and close follow-up, they may not be prepared for that. Dr. Edward Livingston used to God, perform that's why they love it because it's just teens. you set these people up for a lifetime of pharmaceuticals, of doctor visits. It's just you become a cash cow. You're a customer for life, man. For life. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. Think about the complications later on. More surgeries. And, and, and then now you're just going to have nothing but mental problems your whole life. Because at the most formidable time of your life, you didn't learn the one lesson, which is you got to work for it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people with bad results, including people who were fairly young when they got these operations. Post-surgery, what are some of the side effects that kids could potentially see. The biggest one is the micronutrient deficiencies. The body's going to be absorbing a whole lot less in terms of caloric intake. 
Ivan now follows strict dietary restrictions and has made major adjustments to almost every aspect of his life. I could have easily served myself a full plate. Now I'm serving myself on a solid plate. I'm feeling really good. He I'm says really it's all worth surgery. it. I'm looking to lose around another 50, 50 more pounds. All while gaining a new lease on life. He didn't learn anything. This is such I a tragic know. story. This guy could easily put this weight back on later on in life, and he's going to be right back at it, man. He'll have to go back in for the next surgery. Yeah, you guys did this kid no favors. Oh, it's unreal, no man. Uh, it, this... Nobody was an adult. In the, you, got, you had a doctor, a psychiatrist, a surgeon, this, a, the nutritionist. Nobody was an adult in the room and said, this is terrible. We're so yeah, dependent on science, too. man, the science and the medication and the surgeries. I am just so floored at how young we're exposing these kids to these treatments. I mean, look the, of the gender reassignment surgeries that are going on for kids that they're battling oh. out in court now for like custody battles and, and, you know, parents versus schools. And it's just we're talking kids, man. Kids a long time ago, well, not that long ago, when we were kids, we were able to just kind of be kids, and there was very little medical intervention unless we broke an arm. <laughs> and then you went to the doctor, and you got the arm fixed. Like, there, there was none of this, man. Nobody, when we were kids, were going in for these wild medical procedures to completely alter their bodies. Yeah, dude. Mom and dad were like the doctor. Until it got super serious. You, know, yeah, you had man. like blood squirting out of your arm from the window. Like, Go to the hospital. Was... <laughs> All right, wrap a towel around it. We're going. You know? It's just the amount of physician intervention and surgeries yeah, right. and pills and medications. It, it just, man, the, the kids oh, aren't dude, allowed see, to live. You see, them, you see them, the parents that are like, they show up with their kid and they got the bag. Just it's like a it's like a one gallon Ziploc bag just filled with pill bottles. You're like you give you give that to your fucking kid. Get out of here, man. Wild stuff, man. I I mean, and we grew up at a time also. I would argue the beginning stages of this over medication, uh, over prescription of the kids, uh, the ADHD phenomenon and the Ritalin. Uh, you know, market that exploded. That was during kind of when we were in elementary school, and you know, we who didn't we know that was taking Ritalin? That's true. Everybody was on it. Everybody. We weren't on it famously because we were poor. Uh, <laughs> parents just decided they'd make us run around the backyard. That was uh, that was the whole thing. Wrestle it out, you know. <laughs> That's kind of. <laughs> It's kind no, of dude, but that's like school. one of the reasons. One of the reasons is they totally did. A, they did a really good job of separating families and separating people from like people you can trust. You know, if you have a kid now, a lot of people who have a kid now, I feel like they're just so dependent on the doctor's expertise. You know what I mean? So if you get a doctor who's in the business of making money, which looks like now all of them are, he's just gonna. It's just gonna make money off of you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's, it's just now the doctor has become the mechanic. You know what I mean? Just like you took your car to the mechanic and then you called me and hey, would you do this? Would you do that? You know? It's just like that. Now I go to the doctor. I, I let, hey, doc, let me go home and think about it. I gotta go call mom. <laughs> you know, I know it sounds funny, <laughs> but she knows more than me. You know, maybe call Uncle Frank. Hey, you ever heard of this? Like, you know, 
Absolutely. And folks, if you're seeing a doctor and he has a history of experimenting on beagles, stay away. <laughs> Always ask to see a picture of his boat. You want the doctor <laughs> with the smallest boat. Once you see like two, three, four fifties on the back of that shit, go get a different doctor. <laughs> Trust me. Good call, just like, a just like the mechanic, you know? You want to see a picture of their boat. He's got a little dinghy that he goes fishing in Wisconsin. That's your mechanic. <laughs> the guy that's got the yacht of Lake Michigan. Don't go to him. <laughs>